What's up, y'all? I am Pre. What's up? I'm Lori. Why don't you smash that like button? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome, welcome to what did we decide we're calling this podcast? I don't know, but I kind of feel like going in and saying, Can we mole, just call it mole, mole people? What are mole people? You don't know what mole people are? Mole people are like this urban legend, like in New York, of like people who like live in the subway. No, why would I know what this is? I don't even live in New York City. If you don't live in New York City, you don't have to deal with mole people. This is something you don't understand. <laughs> mole people. No, it's down the mole hole. That was the slogan. Oh, God. I thought that's the slogan because it's the name. No. You don't know what a slogan is. Is Coco? You don't know what a slogan is. is. Skittles okay, taste the rainbow. The brand is not taste the rainbow. Yeah, it's Skittles. Yeah, I know. Okay, you're telling me. Well, we're here. Wow. We're here to recap your favorite 1999. No, I think this is. Let me look it up. Okay. Hi, we're Lori and Pre. We're Pre and Lori. We're sorry you have to listen to the next <laughs> ten minutes of this. This is, we're going to go, we're going to be diving into season two of the American reality TV show classic, The Mole, season two. Wow. Um, that sounds good. We watched season one together. We had a blast. We did not know we can enjoy a television show from over 20 years ago so much, but it's truly brought something new to our our friendship, our our lives, and really just the way that I think about the name Jim Morrison. Yeah, if I can chime in here, the mole has enhanced my life in many ways in which I did not expect. I don't know why you're saying that like it's like a testimonial. Like someone was like, hey, could you record this for the mole website? Like how has the mole made an impact on your life? Working with the mole has been a wonderful experience. I highly recommend them to my clients. <laughs> Let's leave LinkedIn recommendations for the mole. <laughs> LinkedIn, the mole. So I guess we should just go ahead and jump into it. Oh, the mole, the mole, the mole, the mole, the mole. The mole. That was, it's back and it's back with a vengeance. <laughs> the whole thing, I'm just const like constantly reminded of like team building <laughs> and like, we sport mini games when I watch the mole. It is, it is bad. The concept, <laughs> the concept yeah. is crazy. I have so many pages of notes. So for everyone listening, we took notes, obviously, while we were watching this, we just watched, like, we actually haven't finished the episode. We're going to do the end where we, re they reveal who gets sent home. We're going to do that live. So we don't know who's going home, but honestly, I think they all deserve to because they're saying some crazy shit. Do you have your prediction already? Like, do you get the vibes that are you getting the same vibes that I'm getting? A hundred percent not. I it is a total crapshoot. Literally, every single one of these people, anybody could be the mole. I see. I already have a hunch. Okay, you tell me your hunch. I'm actually, you know what? You tell me, yeah, tell me your hunch, and then we'll get in, we'll get into this recap. See, but my hunch last time was hopelessly wrong. It wasn't hopelessly wrong. That guy did make it close to the end. So yeah. for context, we watched season one together and Lori thought that Steven was the mole. No, wait, you did. thought Jim was the mole. 
Oh, yeah, Jim, the bartender. You thought Jim Morrison was the mole. And Jim Morrison was not the mole, but he was... And I think it was... The reason I didn't think he was the mole is he was so brazen about being, like, this sly competitor. Like, the people who are really, like, oh, I'm a game player. Like, those two girls who were making the alliance, that is yeah. some... That they're not the mole. Actually, you're right. I can say with some confidence they are not the mole. Because why would you... It's all Here's the interesting thing. I do think one of those girls is the mole and I've made my mistakes in the past where I was wrong reading too far into somebody. And I think our sweet Spanish teacher, Katie, is is the mole. I I just, I have something in me that I really feel like she's the mole. She's too innocent. All right. Well, we're going to go, we're going to talk through everyone at some point, I'm sure. So let's get into it. Okay. Fire away. Um, first of all, previously dope. What did you think of the previews? I feel like it teased a lot of drama. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I feel like they were like, let's take this thing that looks really intense for two seconds, and then you watch it and you're like, this man cannot go up a hill on a bicycle if <laughs> he's just having severe stomach problems. The games and like the way people interact with each other brings me back to when I was a child with my sweet brother and would play action figures and would be like, you know what seems really cool? This. And it's never really cool. Back then, I think this was really cool. This was a game changer. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I mean, Anderson Cooper is hosting this, which what do you think? I think Anderson Cooper is the perfect host for this. Oh, he's perfect. He's so perfect. And I like how they're like trying to make him a little like kind of evil, but kind of mysterious. And then they have like some clip of him eating a sandwich being like, yeah, it looks hard. He was literally, it was a cheeseburger and he was eating it (laughs) overlooking the lake where they're like plunging to what he literally said. He was like, it could be the plunge to your deaths. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't seem like a good idea. (laughs) I... I kind of love it. Um, the real bad guy, it's not the mole. It's Anderson Cooper. It was probably um, his idea to burn the bags. Oh, for, we're going to get into that. I have <laughs> many a thought. I am physically stressed about it. And I can't wait to Google and look up like what actually happened to those bags. I'm not convinced they actually burned them. I'll tell you my theory on why. Okay. That was, that was okay. crazy. Um, all right. So they go through everyone. They go through everyone really quick. I feel like they kind of skipped some of the like, get to know you chat that they did in the previous season like I feel like they put them in the room blindfolded and then they were like here are your 12 competitors like I feel like last season didn't they like have them all drive up into the countryside and then just mingle this is such a different vibe yeah last time it was like they went to like a wine mixer yeah (laughs) they just like a little a little tour I yeah um okay so first impressions anyone stand out to you yeah, I think Katie stands out to me. I I think she's too innocent and like they're trying to paint a picture of someone who is too innocent so that we overlook her. But I do I think she's she's the one. Okay. Anyone stand out to you just as like this is a this is gonna be a character, this is a person to watch. Uh let me consult my notes because I don't remember anybody's name. Yeah, it's really hard. I was like, y'all need to keep the name tags up for much longer on this first episode. I have, oh my God, my first note is Bob is a disappointment. 
my other notes okay patrick who reminds me of my uncle stands out to me and darwin interesting i'm I'm not even remembering who darwin is but i'll tell you i i actually thought i was getting steven vibes from last season from bob like he's kind of charismatic he's like a little flirty when it suits him people trust him like he knows how to play the game um so i think i think here's my prediction i think bob is gonna go far but but you don't think you don't necessarily think bob's the mole no i don't think bob's the mole at all okay so they jump right into the first task. They're like, we're not going to, no expose, no getting to know each other, which was so weird because then they got to know each other later in the episode over this like three hour dinner, but it was after a challenge has already happened. So we, as the audience are just left to try to figure out who the fuck these people are. Yeah, that's there. That is an interesting part of this one. And I almost wonder if they're doing that intentionally. You mean, you mean to like make it more of a mystery for us as well as yeah. the audience? Yeah, because then I, it's, I find myself investing more in being like, okay, wait a minute, what's this person's background? You know, then, and then you want to like, I don't know about you if you do this, but when I'm watching this show, I'm like always watching for people's reactions. I think I'm less interested actually in knowing who's the mole as I am just seeing the ridiculous things that people will say when they're competing for what is not that much money. I mean, yes, it is a lot of money. But the way that these people react when they're like, we didn't win the $10,000 on this challenge that you have a one in 12 chance of getting is crazy. Um, So I'm usually just watching for like the interpersonal dynamics. Like I I love when like, I'm waiting for our first feud. That is what I'm so- Oh, a juicy feud. Juicy feuds. Okay. Um, One thing I did want to point out, I forgot her name, but there was a girl who was an assistant district attorney and a beer vendor. And I find that I like her off the bat. And then um, we had a guy from Austin, which Lori and I actually met in Austin when we went to high school there. So Bribs, I already kind of am rooting for you, even though you did a disappointing showing throughout the episode. Yeah. Bribs and I aren't, aren't meshing well, if I'm being perfectly honest. <laughs> I'm just trying to give him that hook him Austin benefit of the doubt, but he also showed up with the mole killer. It was a nice touch. weird. That man pulled that out of his bag. It, I feel like, what is mole killer? Is that like rodent kill? Like he pulled a flammable substance, I think, out of his bag. Like what if that had still been in his bag when they hovered it over the fire? They might've caused like a massive explosion. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know what region moles live in. No. I also don't think that they're like a normal infestation. I've never seen one or heard <laughs> of anyone seeing one they're like you at least think you've never seen a mole I do think I've never seen one that's true but maybe I did anyway let's go into the the first challenge I don't know what they call these competition challenge yeah I think it's challenge so I forgot how did they decide on the two people who are getting to decide the bets was it just they were like pick two people from the group that you like they're like who's physically fit no, 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 but the first two guys, like the two guys that were actually doing the betting on like, okay, we'll, we'll assign the first group $40,000. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I, I forgot that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they did that. I don't know. I feel like, again, it's way too early to be making these kinds of snap judgments about people. Like it's, <laughs> and also somebody said, they were like, you can't really tell by looking at someone who's athletic and who's not. I would argue for sure, you can't tell who is going to be athletic. Like people surprise you. 
But I think by now you've seen enough to know who's not athletic. Like you've seen the person who's just like, oh man, I'm already winded going up the stairs. Like, uh, yeah, seen, like people who are not athletic are usually very like loud about it. Like they proclaim, they're like, I'm such a clumsy bumbling idiot. I yeah, they do. I do it. So you should know that much. Yeah. All right. So the first one was that bicycle race to shoot arrows. Oh, the bicycle race. Oh my God. I really lost it when the guy just started puking. I was like, is this happening? My part is somebody was like, that's a pretty moleish thing to do. I'm like, are you, that is the, <laughs> that is so humiliating. And also nobody knows how to make themselves puke on command. That's not a willing strategic thing. I also think I'm going to adopt that in my daily life and be like yeah that's a pretty mole thing to do if I've ever seen it like with anybody who's just struggling with like a normal thing to struggle with oh this is what Anderson Cooper will do to you but yeah I thought that was hilarious because if people think Rob is the mole because of this that's the guy who puked I'm gonna be mad at people for being that gullible but then he made the two bullseyes so I was like okay fine he's off the radar now he's just the guy who puked but then had a strong comeback Rob also is like a self-proclaimed humble on the outside, egomaniac on the inside, which I thought was weird. I feel like if I met Rob in person, I would not like him. Agreed. But I also think that he's going to be a really interesting character. Again, I think he's one to watch. I think we're going to get a lot of quotable moments from Rob. Okay. That's yeah, I agree. So far, so good. Um, but yeah, so they all, they all do it. They all pass that test. Good for y'all. I can't, I, I mean, I'm shocked that they didn't force one of them to miss just so we could get the footage of them running back down the mountain to get the arrow. Like it was such a workout in the first place. I think it might've been like unhealthy for them to do it. Like if you puked coming up the first time, no way are you making it the second time. Yeah. I, I wonder too, like, I always think when I, when I've watched this, I'm thinking like behind the scenes of like, what legal permits they probably needed <laughs> yeah I'm like I'm thinking that's why they couldn't have like I, I know jumping to the next challenge here but like when they introduced this challenge of like you can't have your heart rate go over 130 I'm like yeah because it's probably a liability when you put the <laughs> <laughs> they're like we don't want anyone having a heart attack and falling off of this they're cutting yeah. their own asses and then making it into the challenge oh that's a good that's a good theory I like that I'm just thinking about the inner workings well, speaking of the next challenge, I mean, walking across that thing, I feel like this is so substantially not as difficult as swinging off of a bridge and crossing an ocean. Like, if Harsh you jump. like the people who are betting, why would you bet on five people being willing to do that last challenge, but not five of them doing this middle one, which is you're just up in the air a little bit and you're walking across a line. Like you're, you're still attached to things. I don't know. You do that in like middle school or like summer camp. Do you, like, do you ever do that in summer camp? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Same. And it like, it was fine. It was at like the YMCA. And I was oh like, my God. Oh. I was going to say mine was at the YMCA. And you like, you think you're so cool. Cause you're like, I'm going to release my upper body and go like upside down. But then now yeah. that I think about it, you literally look like this. You were this tiny figure that was just being like dragged upside down <laughs> by a string. You were, but a feeble body in the wind with oh. like an oversized helmet. 
<sighs> yeah, so that challenge, I mean, all the women did amazing. And then I was thinking, like, if Al fucks this up, he's the mole. Like, he, you can't. If Al? Women each did it in, like, eight minutes. So he's got over 30 minutes left, just him. And immediately, he didn't even get up the rope. He was, like, still climbing to the rope, and his heart rate monitor went off. Yeah, Al had some problems. He was <laughs> he was struggling. He was like, I think he was nervous and I think he had performance anxiety. And I think he was initially trying to be like, oh, it's not me, it's the heart rate monitor. But we all we all saw Al. Yeah, we all the other dudes on. were judging him, which is amazing. Okay, so apologies for that, everyone. Um We've had a lot of technical difficulties. So if the quality of our audio sounds different, um, you're not crazy. We ended up having to switch out of Zoom because Lori's laptop died and she gives no shits about being able. True. Everything yeah. Priya is saying is true. Like charged electronics are not an issue for Lori. So here we are. I mean, they are an issue. Just they're everybody else's issue when they want to contact me. And I prefer to keep it that way. Fair. Um, I I pre dude, believe me, I'm in awe of your self assuredness to just be like, fuck it, I'm going off the radar. Like, I get down to thirty percent. I'm like, who oh, gotta find a charger soon? Dude, thirty percent is your version of going off the radar. I don't. My phone is at forty one percent right now, and I feel nothing. <laughs> you you live a better life than i um but anyway okay so we were at the third task the swinging off of a bridge which is crazy um and i think my favorite part of this was just the guy who was like you're not gonna bring your rosary and she was like oh yeah i guess i should because like we're doing this like potentially life ending challenge yeah i think that was patrick it could have been I was pretty impressed by everyone's ability to do this challenge. I don't know. Would you do all three of these? Not if I were a Spanish teacher like sweet Katie is, okay. who was crying. Why are you obsessed with Katie being the mole? I... Because she cried. She's got a stuffed cow. That's got mole written all over it. The but stuffed cow yes, is a to answer little your weird. question. Well, imagine, do... imagine if she was the mole um, and the producers are like, hey, hey katie can you like tone it down with that cow stuff like it's it's a little much and she's like no the cow is my backstory the cow is my origin story it's why i became a villain it's why i am the mole i am uh also are we are we gonna talk about like the fact that who cares if people think you're the mole you know what i mean the quiz is you're not voted home if people think you're the mole it's if you get questions wrong so people thinking you're the mole is good for you because then they're going to answer their questions wrong. So I don't understand why people get like so defensive of like, I'm not the mole. Like they'll learn that on their own time, buddy. I don't know. It's because like they don't want to be like singled out. Yeah, no, for sure. It hits on like just the psychology of humans, I think a little yeah. bit. But objectively, I think that's why it, that's why it's so frustrating too when like plot, spoiler alert, Olivia. Olivia, is that her name? I don't know. I yeah. can't pronounce it. Olivia was me. offered an exemption at the end of this episode, and people are like, you know, I'm a little miffed that she took it and wasn't a team player. 
you're dumb to not take that. Like it, you, it's completely random right now. Nobody knows who the mole is or even has an educated guess, really. It's chance. So to not, it is chance. to not take an exemption would be ridiculous. And so I don't respect these people being like, I don't know. Some of them are just like a little full of themselves or like high and mighty. Seems like a mole thing to do. <laughs> like the, it's it's kind of like um how people are like you know who calls people narks narks. It's like narks. you know who calls people the mole the mole. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's the same exact phenomenon. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so Olivia took the exemption, which obviously smart move. Would have thought she's an idiot if she didn't. Um, so yeah, she's safe. So then they head back to their little house situation. I don't know. Anderson Cooper, like, greets them and is like, this is my cottage or something ridiculous. And Welcome to my humble abode. I know. And he's like, you guys can stay here, though. Um, <laughs> and then they have dinner. And Katie and Heather are like, we're... We're going to be the next Steve and Jim from season one. We're going to create an alliance. And look, I love the idea that there are two women who are like, we're going to go this together. But it just felt very contrived. Like, they were looking at each other like, what What intel do you have? And like, oh my god, yeah, I thought the same thing. It's like, it has been three hours. Neither of you knows anything. Sit down. And it's also like, they could easily be sabotaging each other. Best move, the best move in a situation like this, I hate to be this person, is to be like, don't trust anyone. I'm going to keep to myself, get in, and get out. Like, if you form an alliance, the rest of the people, like, the nine or ten other people there are going to hate you. I mean, but that's why it's got to be a secret, right? Like, Jim and Steve were like, we're going we're gonna to rope in other people, but they're going to be oh, the secondary you're right. alliance. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I kind of forgot who Jim and Steve were for a second there. Yeah, but I don't see these girls being subtle about it because, remember, the boys last season, like, they weren't, like, nobody really knew how close they were until the end. Th- these two, everybody, ten people were inside talking, and they're like, nah, the two of us are going to hang outside. Like, that's just weird. That is weird, and it's blatant. Exactly. So no one's going to trust either of you. So good job, school teacher Katie. Spanish teachers, Katie. Katie. Katie, Um, Katie. But yeah. All right. So let's get into my least favorite part of the episode and one of the most upsetting things I've seen in my entire life, the bag burning. Oh, Um, my God. I would be so PO'd, ticked off, whatever you want to call it. I would be cross. I would demand to leave the show with my bag. If I had important stuff in there, or like stuff that's irreplaceable, because my chance of winning this money, slim. My stuff, I was truly convinced that at some point, like I thought at dinner he was going to bring out their, quote, real bags. Like I thought those had to be fake. Yeah. I thought, because that is crazy. I don't understand what was in the contract that allowed them to do this. But as producers, like, why would you do that? I feel like that goes, like, that's outside the show, you know? Like, you're reaching outside what your show is to just make people's lives miserable. I think, I don't think we finished the episode yet. I think they're going to get their bags back. I think it's a decoy. I think it's like a big, I think it's head games. 
I'm gonna hold on to that hope. I mean, at the very and you know what? I'm gonna hold on to it the entire season. I don't care if like next episode it's not addressed and he's like, all right, we're taking you shopping to get your new clothes. Literally at the finale episode, I'm fully expecting him to be like, and guess what? We gave them back oh. their bags. And it's just like to piss us off as an audience. I don't know what the goal could be here, but dumb move on the producer's part. Because now I really just hate Anderson Cooper. And I okay, was we don't know if it's Anderson's idea. Let's leave Anderson alone. Okay, but he, I don't think our boy would do that. He watched it happen, and he did. <laughs> I feel. I feel like watching. Okay, being one of the people, first of all, who has to answer the questions, feels worse to me than than being accused of being the mole. Like that must be the worst <laughs> feeling in the world to have all this pressure on you. My heart rate off the charts. Yeah, dude. And and the first question to go is like, okay, well, there's $40,000. Yeah, I don't know. It, earlier when you were like, they put the heart rate monitors on them so they could protect their health yeah. and pr- prevent liability. Like, they clearly give no fucks. Yeah, they don't care. They prove that here. They at least don't care about sentimental value. I mean, let me tell you how I thought this was going to go down. I was so sure that... We would get three questions wrong, and then, you know, it'd be like question 10. You know, if you get this wrong, the bags are burned. They'd get it right. Everyone's bags are fine, but they don't get the money. And here's why I thought that. Because that one girl said, you can't burn that. My Bible's in that bag. Yeah. How? This is ABC. This aired on ABC, a family network. You can't burn a Bible on ABC. That, that. You know, now that you mention that, and given the times, these were different times, I think the bags are definitely making a second appearance. For sure. Because of the Bible. Because they also, they also, like, um, emphasized her saying that on several occasions. Like, she didn't just say it once or, like, mutter it into the microphone. They were like, let's get a shot of her crying over her Bible slash the cow. The cow. Like, on multiple occasions, they brought it up. It was funny because she was like, you know, I know it's stupid. It's just a thing. And I'm like, no, it's not stupid. It's just hard to take seriously when it's that cow. Like, they kept showing flashback clips to the cow of, like, her and the cow and all the good memories they've had thus far on this journey. Yeah, it's kind of like when they eliminated in the last season and people would be like, yeah, I really had this connection with him. It's like slow motion and they're crying. Oh my god, just you wait, that's that's still probably gonna happen. We haven't watched the last however many minutes. I thought the most ridiculous part, though, was anyone who was, like, you know, a little suspicious that they were down there for that challenge and didn't seem phased. Like, no, the, no one's gonna sabotage this just because they're the mole. Their stuff is being burned, too. But if you're the mole, you probably know what's really in those bags. For sure. And maybe, right? Like maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm being too, I, I don't know what the word is. Maybe I'm being naive about this, but I have a feeling, I have a feeling that the mole knows more than everybody else. And the mole is going to be like, it's fine because there's nothing in those bags. Interesting point. And I think you're right. Cause I think they mentioned something last season about Catherine, who was last season's mole. Something about like, Oh, I had a, she had advanced knowledge and like how to walkie talkie yeah. to communicate with the rebels. 
She's yeah, there's definitely somebody communicating with the moles. Like like how else would the mole sabotage this group of people that she doesn't know or he doesn't know? There's there's information that we as viewers cannot obtain. Hundred percent. We are um, not the moles. We are not the moles. No, we don't know shit. We are we're more innocent than school teacher Katie. Definitely more innocent than Anderson Cooper, who I know that he says in interviews, he's like, I didn't know who the mole was because, like, it makes his acting better. And I believe that. But don't tell me that he's not getting a sick enjoyment out of all this. Part of me doesn't want to trust Koopy. I think he knows. I think he's going to take it to the grave because this was the magnum opus of his career. And if he tells people that he knew who the mole was, what does that make us? What does that make this show? All credibility loss. You can't trust a single thing that Anderson Cooper did from 2001 or whenever this aired. Everything he's That's done right. since is a lie. If he wants to keep his career, he better tell us he didn't know who the mole was. But we know. I want to take some time. So you know how they had that that one, they kind of show the questions from the quiz on the screen. And it's like. Oh, yeah. Um. So there was one of the questions that was, what is the mole's most embarrassing moment? Now, I have pulled this screen up so that we can discuss it. Is it the priest? Is it the thing about the priest? I saw that, and that is what caught my eye. That's what I wanted to bring up. We're going to go through a few of these. Okay, so Lori, I am on this screen. I'm going to read out to you. We'll start with the priest, but then I'm going to read out to you some of these others, and you tell me which of these you actually think is embarrassing. So... Okay. And what's what's hilarious about this is we can't see the entire statement. So we're getting only half of the story. And in my head, the scenarios for like the fill in the blank is incredible. So one of them is yelling, that's me, baby. When the priest asked who, dot, dot, dot. We don't know what the priest asked, but yeah, that's such sounds- a Katie thing to say. That is such a Katie thing. You think? I don't know. I, I'm putting all my money down that that was Katie's. No, I feel, I think this was a man. I think yelling, that's me, baby, is like what the, the kid who thinks he's cool in middle school. Like, he he's like, oh, it's so embarrassing. But, like, he thought it was cool at the moment. Um, hey, baby. Okay, so let me read these. Out. I'm just going to go through all of these because they're pretty funny. First one, too many embarrassing moments to list. Second one, yeah. in college, pulled a woman down when his legs fell asleep. I don't know how okay. that happened. Resetting clocks twice on fallback day and nearly. All right, that's not embarrassing. That's not embarrassing. This sounds like this person was almost late to something. Finding a cartoon in sixth grade and making fun of her flat, and then it cuts <gasps> out. So, do you think it's like flat ass or? Yes, I think it's like flat chest, flat ass. Yeah, that's. Oh, I want to know. This one is all too relatable and has happened to me. Slipping on stairs in subway station and sliding down. If you haven't been there, if you haven't been walking around the subway station at 3 a.m. and just kind of clunk, clunk, clunking your way, you're not a New Yorker. You and (laughs) clunking your flat chest and your flat ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh this is an interesting one accidentally first in the procession with the casket there's more to it and i don't know what the rest is wait what what is it accidentally first in the procession with the casket what Uh, does that mean what i what i'm taking this as is 
this was not like anyone in their family's funeral and somehow they ended up like leading the procession what is a procession i don't know I think it's like the line of mourners. Like, I think they all walk, right? Like, usually they, like, carry the casket and they walk. I don't know. I've never uh, been to a, a, a funeral. So, for all I know, this is totally, I don't know. Um, I don't like it. Okay, I'll keep going. Putting a night shirt with the neck as the waist. That's <laughs> Nobody mm. saw that clearly because it was a night shirt. Or, like, one person saw it. So, that's not embarrassing. Dumping chocolate pie in their date's lap at a seventh grade. Okay. Dumping chocolate. It was pie. embarrassing. It was embarrassing until it was seventh grade, and then I'm like, yeah, I, I everybody does that. Yeah. Uh, this one, I don't get embarrassed. Oh, get I hate over that yourself. person. Uh, I feel like that's uh, what's that guy we don't like? It's either the guy from Austin or it's Rob. It's Rob. Yeah. Oh, here's another seventh grade one. In seventh grade, was embarrassed for a kid who threw. Oh my god, what if this is the same story written from the other point of view? Like, I was embarrassed this for the kid the who threw pie on his date's lap. But also, why would your most embarrassing moment be that you were secondhand embarrassed by what someone else did? More so, who's eating chocolate cake on their date in seventh grade? Who's dating in seventh grade? A lot of people. Not I. I was very unpopular, yeah. and not you. But, also very unpopular. Yeah, but I hear that the the ritzy folk they get they get down early. Yeah, it's the mole people. Mole people do things you wouldn't even imagine. <laughs> it's pretty moly dumping chocolate pie in seventh grade. Pretty moly. Seems like a seventh grade mole to me. This one seems like it might actually be embarrassing. Mistakenly send an email to a business associate at. We don't get the rest, but I can see how if you sent an email to an associate that, like, was a personal email and maybe it was, I don't know. I can see that being embarrassing. And then last but not least, this is the most early 2000 things I've ever read. And it also feels like something I would do. Fell over a chain in the Kmart checkout line trying to... <laughs> <laughs> That one, I actually totally believe could be the most embarrassing moment of their life. Because I'm picturing the chain. You know those chains that separate the checkout lines? Oh, yeah. And they're, I like, reaching. I don't know if they're trying to get to the car. Or maybe they're trying to grab one of those, like, impulse purchase candy bars. But they, like, topple over. And maybe they knock some stuff down with that. I don't know. I can picture this being a great moment. Yeah, I hope it was one of those falls that's, like, the chain falls and then like on their way down they grab like one of like the sunglass racks for safety yes <laughs> kind of like an infomercial where it's like yeah everything bad happens even though that makes no sense basically things just get like progressively worse as as you try and make it better desperately <laughs> so like life yes okay. <laughs> precisely yes all right, so now we're we're at the time. We're at the time for the reveal of who's going home and who is not the mole. So, I'm going to we're going to listen to this live play along, you know. Uh obviously if you're already watching the mole, you probably already know who it is, but then pause it. <laughs> I mean, it's a little too late for that. That's uh, right. Okay, I'm going to play this, Lori. I'll play it and then we'll talk after it. Okay, sounds good. I'll see you on the other side. Allie. 
Graffiti. So far, so green. Ow. I'm gonna be sad if Al goes home. Patrick. Green? All green so far. I think there's usually a dramatic musical pause. Oh, it's gonna be Patrick, I bet. Oh. Oh no, it's green. Bob. Oh my god, if it's Bob, I'm gonna be pissed. Cause Bob is Bob! like Bob is top on my list to be like an interesting character. Keep going. I can feel it. <gasps> oh. Bob, I'm sorry we stand up. Handsome Bob. How's he looking? Disappointed. Not great, Bob. Oh, man. That was... Oh. Wow. I'm sure there's going to be a tribute at the end where they go through all the moments they had together. We can honestly watch that later together. I bet that'll be funny. As they weep and they mourn their good friend, Bob. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't expect Bob to go home so soon. Yeah, that seems like a random one to me. That's I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I just didn't picture him doing the worst on the quiz. I mean, maybe because he gave me such vibes of Steven from the first season. Ah. Uh. And I was just like, oh, you know, Steven was very smart. Like, he he had figured out who the mole was, like, made his alliance. Like, I I thought Bob would be better, you know? I'm just... We have to let go of Steve. That was last season. Let go of Steve. And let go of Bob, too, because Bob's fucking gone. Um, he disappointed us just like every other mediocre white man named Bob. Yeah. But is... Wait, hold on. Let me make sure I've got this right. Bob had the pictures of his family in his bag, right? I think that was him. Yeah, you know what? I don't mind that he's gone. <gasps> I know. Tell me why you would say such a controversial thing. I love it. I didn't care for him. I thought he was a little bit of a nuisance. I just thought he was like, yeah, okay, when you're on the screen, I don't really care about listening to what you have to say. Whereas sweet Katie, my Spanish teacher, she's just more interesting. Bob was not a dynamic character. I'll put it that way. I can't tell if you want Katie to be the mole or you want her to win. I don't know what I want from her. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so any other guesses now that we've gone to the end of the episode, who you think the mole is, just predictions for the upcoming episodes? Um, I think I'm still pretty set on caving the mole. Um, I don't know what else I can truly predict. I kind of want to see these challenges be a little bit more intense, though. I thought burning their stuff was pretty intense. Yeah, that one was a little too much. I want them to take that energy and put it towards challenges that are only about making money. I don't want any more personal belongings to be harmed. Yeah, less bags burning, more jumping off of bridges i think was a good one 
Lori's Lori's pro jumping off of bridges. <laughs> this is true. Put it in context, please. Um, do you remember in the last season when they they had this like brief stint or this brief period where they were just like, "Yeah, we're in Europe. You can go shopping for a day," and they just like did this little montage of them like having a good time on vacation. Yeah. Yeah, I hope that happens again. Also, side note, I just think you should know that every time I try and log into Instagram from my computer, it, like, saved and bookmarked uh, Lori Lori Bin, Bindos from, from the last season. It was the girl from the last season. Oh, my So, like, God. if I ever want to log into Instagram, I go straight to, like, this rando from Mole Season 1, and it's the only way to get into Instagram. It's probably, you probably could clear your cookies. It doesn't sound like that's like the only way, but. I didn't, I didn't ask for IT help. Okay. okay. No, oh man, now I gotta think of this girl's name. Yeah. Do you remember it? She was very significant. I remember Jennifer, but I don't remember Lori. Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer Bondi. Oh my God. Jennifer. Jen Bondi. <laughs> Jennifer was my least favorite character of last season. I just. Dude. Everything about her exhausted me. She, okay, I too get exhausted by her. I get more exhausted with her now that I see her face every time I want to go on my social media account and I and I see her. But I also, like, can't help but take a look at what she's up to these days. I love that. You're like, I'm not actually following you, but I check your page every day and... <laughs> it's true. <laughs> she's had a lasting impact on your life and she doesn't even know it. That's that's incredible. Maybe Maybe she'll end up watching, listening to this. Jennifer, if you're out there, I don't take back what I said because it's it's true. You were a little extra, but she was. I support all your future endeavors and whatever it is you're doing now that Lori is. Oh, let me tell you. Oh no, let's not. (laughs) Okay, that's great. Um. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I agree. I want to see more bonding between the players as we move forward. Just more. Those lighthearted moments where we can get to know them and laugh. But if I recall correctly, you also were like, yo, I can't wait till a fight happens. Oh, for sure. I want the drama. But I don't mean like those drama moments usually happen just when they're randomly hanging out. Like, remember last season when Charlie was just like, I don't like Kate. She's a bitch and a whore. (laughs) Or like he called her all these horrible names out of seemingly nowhere. Like, that is the moment I'm waiting for. I mean, part of that, I have to think, is because he was low-key a little senile. But I also understand what you want. And I hope that we get it. (sighs) R.I.P. to Charlie, who is literally dead. Very sad to have looked that up and found that out. But one of the most memorable and iconic people from season one. Hoochie. He kept yelling hoochie as he was shepherding these goats. Hoochie, 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 hoochie. (laughs) He was like, I, I, I learned it from a, a, you know, local farmer. And... <laughs> oh, R.I.P., buddy. You know what's interesting? I, here's what surprised me about the second season. I was kind of thinking that they were just going to be like, let's, let's do the same challenges with different people because, like, that would keep an even playing field. But, like, obviously that would be boring. No, yeah, there's no way they're going to do that. I don't know. I was thinking, I was thinking, like, okay, 
same challenges, different people every time, just to keep it even. Nah, man, they're upping the stakes this season. Things are getting set on fire. There's gonna be, like, your lo- your actual life and livelihood will be threatened in this game. It's true. All your sentimental belongings are gone. I got, I have this horrible urge, like, I'm not gonna do it, but I have this horrible urge to, like, look up Obviously, I want to, like, research the characters, but I know that if I start researching the characters, I'm going to get a spoiler. That's exactly why I am not, um... A dangerous game. So, you know what? We'll let the mystery of the bags just be a mystery until the end of the season. We won't look it up because I think it'll ruin it for us. And we'll see What if happened to the bags? Yeah, we'll see if it... Hopefully, it's addressed next episode, but I don't know. I think Cooper's rummaging through them right now as we speak. I bet he was just like, I need some new stuff. I need this cow. Maybe I'll start reading the Bible. Can you imagine, like, she stumbles upon Anderson Cooper, and she's like, um, is that my cow? And, like, that's the big controversy of this season, is, like, it wasn't burned, it was with Anderson all along, and he's been cuddling to the photo of your wife, and, like, the weird... Oh, my God. That was a horrible offshoot. (laughs) Horrible. Because now I have this vivid imagery in my head this season is called the mole the next betrayal or something like would that not be the biggest betrayal the biggest betrayal there it is there it is the spaceship has landed what uh anyway so that's it for this uh that's it for this week that's all folks is that from Looney Tunes? That's all, folks. Yeah, it is. Oh. Oh, that was good. Um, yeah, I think. We'll be back at it next week. New recap. New insane... I, whatever this show is. Yeah. It's going to be a wild one. I think I am ready. I hope the listeners are ready. I hope you're ready. Oh, I'm ready. I hope the mole is ready. The mole better be ready. We're hunting. We're mole hunting. We're mole hunting. All right. We'll see you next week when we go down Down the mole hole. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we thought that would be a really catchy. We'll work on it. We'll workshop. They'll be saying it. It'll it'll come back. Anyway, have a good day, folks. Good faith in these listeners. Yeah.